0: Welcome back, guys, to Episode 9 of the Fired Up Pro Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dan Soden. And before we get into this week's lineup of shows, let's talk about some of the outside of the ring news. As always, this news segment is brought to you by TheDailySmart.com, my one-stop shop for all wrestling news. Rich over there really works his ass off to give us the best quality app and site that he can. So make sure to go follow them on Twitter, at TheDailySmart, and of course, go download their app. Uh, So we're going to start things off with a little little bit of a somber note. Lucha Libre legend Super Porky passed away at the age of 58 uh, on Monday. Uh, He passed away in his home in Mexico City from an alleged heart attack. Uh, Our condolences go out to his family and friends. Uh, Picking things up a little bit more, Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder, defeated Nick Gage this past Saturday to become the new gcw champion uh it was a pretty good match i would say the match of the weekend for gcw was jonathan gresham versus Starboy charlie make sure to go check that one out it's uh my match of the week um let's move on we got iwgp u.s championship match set for uh, new japan uh resurgence on august 14th lance hoyt will defend the title against tanahashi in uh, Los Angeles. Speaking of New Japan, uh, Robbie Eagles won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Grand Slam this past weekend as well. Uh, WWE recently let go of several employees from various departments um, such as marketing, merchandise, and other consumer product areas, according to Fightful uh, Select. Uh, There's no word yet on uh, the number of layoffs, but uh, our thoughts go out to those people now uh, searching for new jobs. Someone I wish was searching for a new job. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is set to host the WWE SummerSlam after party. Uh, if you can skip it, trust me, it's worth it. Uh, WWE, as we talked about last week, is planning on holding the first ever Queen of the Ring tournament in October. Uh, Matt Men podcast revealed potential dates for the tournament October 8th. Uh, episode of Monday Night Raw and October 11th episode of Friday Night Smackdown with the finals uh, allegedly taking place uh, in the Saudi Arabia show later that month Um, of course COVID permitting Uh, speaking of WWE uh, the Blumhouse uh, WWE and Blumhouse television uh, are partnering together for the United States of America versus Vince McMahon It's going to be a limited script series that focuses on the WWE steroid trial of the 90s. It's going to be pretty interesting to see how that works out. Uh, Blumhouse uh, never seems to disappoint, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Atlanta Hawks point guard Trey Young announced uh, at the Rolling Loud uh, Festival this week that WWE will be hosting their first ever pay-per-view event on New Year's Day, and it'll be in Atlanta. So that's pretty cool. Um... It's a slow news week for us, so uh, when we return, we'll be breaking down the week in pro wrestling. We're back, and uh, better than ever, uh, we're going into format, so worst to best, uh, coming in dead last this week, of course, Raw. I, off the top of my head, if I didn't have notes, I really wouldn't remember much from Raw outside of the, uh, the Nikki Ash um, or Nikki A.S.H. segments. Uh, There really wasn't much of note coming from the show. Uh, Things started off with Nikki. Uh, She came out, cut a promo about overcoming all the odds, selling uh, masks and capes to the children. Charlotte Flair uh, comes out, goes off about a rematch. Rhea Ripley comes out, um, kicking it about rematches too. Um, DeVille and Pierce make their way out, announce a triple threat for SummerSlam. Charlotte challenges Nikki tonight. Charlotte attacks Rhea. Nikki hits a dropkick that had the internet a little in a tizzy because Charlotte allegedly didn't sell it enough. Uh, um, Solid overall segment. Uh, I was kind of hoping we saw Rhea and Charlotte go their own ways, but I guess they're going to keep them intertwined with Nikki for the time being. Uh, We got a Damien Priest promo on Sheamus. Looking forward to this. Uh, Damien Priest versus Sheamus for a U.S. title qualifying match um Damian wins it was a solid TV match not much there during the match Sheamus lost uh his mask um I'm assuming that's going to end up kind of being a storyline point going forward uh we get the Viking Raiders versus AJ Styles and Almost in the tag team title match uh Styles uh picks up the win similar to their other matches Almost looked strong Viking Raiders looked really good uh I kind of hope that now that they're going to move on from this, that they they enter another feud. I do like the Viking Raiders, and they do put on good matches. Uh, I'd be curious to see Viking Raiders versus, like, T-Bar and Mace. Um, we get Drew McIntyre versus Veer. Uh, Ginger cuts a promo. Uh, lots of distractions during the match. We get a lawyer talking about how Ginger's going to sue. Um, Veer picked up a chair. Claymore to Veer. Veer picked up the win because Drew technically used the chair. Uh... Drew got the lawyer in the ring and hit him with a claymore. I'm waiting for Drew and Jinder to just get this match over with. I think the match will be decent enough um, to kind of get Drew some of that uh, fire back. Uh, we get an Eva Marie and Dewdrop promo before their tag match. Uh, Eva Marie and Drop end up facing Natty and Tamina. Um, it's the same old, same old Eva and Drop shtick um natty legit hurt her leg during this match uh allegedly she's fine we'll see come this week um we get a lily lucian video on for a distraction i'm gonna buy that lily lucian t-shirt because i I like it it's pretty funny it's childish but it's pretty funny tamina picks up the win over eva in a match that didn't matter really uh keith lee versus carrying cross this was a pretty solid match um I wouldn't call it the match of the night, but it was good. Cross picks up the win via tap out. Keith Lee continues to struggle to gain traction on the main roster. Karen Cross picks up his win. Fightful reported that if Jeff Hardy wasn't uh, out with COVID, that Jeff Hardy was allegedly supposed to face Cross again this week and pick up another win. I guess they're pivoting from that storyline. Uh, curious to see what they do with Cross going forward, um, especially now that he doesn't look like the, the monster that he did on nxt with a bunch of guys his size uh we get another nikki ash uh promo uh rhea ripley interrupts says she hopes she wins tonight but at SummerSlam all bets are off uh mace and t-bar with some pretty cool jackets raven would like them Versus um mustafa ali and mansoor Uh, mansoor picks up the win over mace uh dijak look great um I, I, I don't know I don't I'm not sure what they're doing here with these guys because they do have a pretty decent enough in ring look but they just seem to kind of be jobbing them out I like DiJack um, like I said earlier I think them versus the Viking Raiders would be fine if not let DiJack go on his own maybe kind of do something with him and Keith Lee they really they had a pretty fun uh, little feud in NXT uh, we get a Bobby MVP promo uh, talking about Goldberg Cedric and um, interrupts them and challenges Bobby Shelton Benjamin interrupts Cedric and challenges Bobby so we get Bobby versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin in a handicap match that's pretty much the modern day squash match that we see all the time Uh, Cedric had his uh head bounced off the ring post pretty nicely uh Bobby looks strong not not too much thrill coming out of any of this uh Miz Morrison promo AJ interrupts to talk to him hush hush uh, we get a Morrison. We get Morrison and Riddle. Uh, Miz squirts Byron Saxton with the squirt, uh, the drip stick. Uh, it's a good chuckle, but even I am starting to grow a little tired of it. Uh, Riddle kicked Miz out of the wheelchair into another turtle segment. It was a good laugh, but overall, not much there. Uh, AJ and Almost eventually make their way out to the ring. Uh, Almost destroys riddle uh z- destroys riddle sc- scooter sorry uh, riddle gets distracted by that morrison picks up the win and then aj and almost beat down riddle i'm assuming this is leading to randy coming back and rk row picking up the tag team titles off styles and almost at summerslam uh, we get r-truth versus reginald for the 27 uh 24 7 title uh, r-truth is mic'd up the entire time which is pretty funny uh reggie is like a real life power ranger just flipping all around uh reggie picks up the win um, Humberto comes out with the 24-7 uh, title crew. I thought that was a pretty big demotion from f- facing Sheamus for the uh, U.S. title all those times. We get a Charlotte promo before her match with Nikki. That's a solid match. Uh, Charlotte ends up picking up the win. After the match, we get another Charlotte promo. Nikki asks for a rematch next week. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a cheap shot by Charlotte to end things. Overall, not much happened at all on Raw. Um, I'm hoping things start picking up. Maybe we get more Goldberg and Bobby interactions, but uh, I, it is what it is. It was the worst show. It kind of continues to be the worst show of the week. Um, I'm not sure what is going to really shake things up until after SummerSlam when we probably get another draft, but till then, it is what it is. Uh, when we return, we'll be talking about the second worst show of the week, which is probably the third best show of the week, if you ask me. And we're back uh, with the third best show of the week or the second worst show of the week. Up to you how you want to decide it. And things start off with Oni and Pete, uh, basing off with Timothy Thatcher and Tomasa Ciampa. This this was a hard hitting fight. Uh, Ciampa's hot tag was really nice. Uh, once again, I hate picture in picture. I despise the fact that it seems like AEW really has pushed this 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 thing. Um, oh, I just can't. It, I despise it. It automatically takes me out of whatever match we're in and, uh, I just cannot focus, maybe it's my ADHD kicking in, I'm not sure, um, during the match though, uh, we see Rich Holland come back, um, Dunn, uh, picks up the win over Tomasis and then, uh, Holland comes in and does a beatdown on both men, um, it's nice to have Rich Holland back, uh, I missed him. I was really ha- uh, really excited, I should say, to see where he was going pre-injury. Um, now that he's back with these guys, uh, I hope they continue his path. Personally, I think he will be looking at the championship, the NXT championship, um, before December. But that's just my opinion. Uh, we get a Carmelo Hayes uh, tournament uh, breakout tournament promo. Um, then we get Samoa Joe entering um, the building. Uh, followed up by a hit row promo, and then uh, Samoa Joe uh, in ring with William Regal. Samoa Joe quits as William Regal's enforcer. Then uh, he has William Regal sign him back onto the roster. So I guess Samoa Joe in all is clear to wrestle. Um, It seems like he has been clear to wrestle. Uh, There is some questions looming about his initial release from WWE or why he wasn't being used as a wrestler um the story has not come out yet but there have been little bits and pieces all over the internet talking about it uh and at the end of this all William Regal signs the match Samoa Joe versus Kerryn Cross at Takeover 36 for the NXT title um obviously at this point we all expect Samoa Joe to win the title that night uh, This is followed up by a Josh Briggs uh, promo for the tournament. Josh Briggs, with his haircut, looks like he slides into teenagers' DMs. Hmm. Uh, We get a Cameron Grimes LA Knight golf segment. Um, Pretty good stuff uh, from these guys, as always. Uh, I kind of like where it's starting to go now here. Um, We get the Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs uh, tournament match. Uh, Duke Hudson joins the commentary team about mid-match um things are it's a solid solid enough match i really like carmelo hayes um i think him and duke hudson are probably gonna have a pretty good match uh by the way carmelo hayes picks up the win uh josh briggs did have a pretty sweet big boot choke slam combo that was nice um yeah like i was saying i think duke hudson and carmelo hayes are gonna have a pretty solid match i like both men i'm curious what um what the lead up and the story is going to be for that. Uh, we get a Frankie Monet promo, uh, the super spreaders interrupt. Uh, they'll end up facing them in a little bit. Um, we get a Grimes and million dollar, uh, man, uh, segment here. Uh, million dollar man is also on the golf course with these guys. Um, and he starts talking to Cameron Grimes about, you know, being your own man. It's a very motivational, uh, more so pastor, uh, Ted DiBiase promo than a million dollar man promo. Um, we get a Raquel and Dakota Kai segment. Uh, finally, Dakota Kai turns on Raquel and attacks her. Um, it looks like this is going to be the setup for TakeOver 36 as well. Um, Adam Cole, we get an Adam Cole promo. We get an um, EO and Zoe promo. Uh, yeah. Zoe, Zoe's just... She feels like that yoga instructor at the gym that no one wants to take their classes, but because all the other classes fill up really quickly, they're forced to, and she acts like she's your best friend. It's just, ugh. Uh, We get a Mandy, uh, Lacey, and Gigi promo. Uh, There's not much there. They're just talking in the back. Mandy pushes away. I'm assuming Mandy is going to be more in a managerial position in NXT, which probably suits her better. Uh, We get the super spreaders versus Frankie Monet and Jesse Kay. Um, Robert Stone distracts Frankie. Uh, She ends up eating the pin um, and then kind of leaves Robert Stone in the dust. I'm assuming that Robert Stone will eventually be kicked out of the group. I'm not sure what their plans are for him outside of this. Um, We get a Wade Barrett um, sit-down interview with Malcolm Bivens and Roderick Strong. Wade Barrett getting his Michael Stray on michael strahan on in recent weeks um basically out of this we get Roderick strong and bob fish next week uh imperium versus hit row uh top dollar's outfit the um the velour ring gear was just beautiful um i actually really like top dollar i think i think highly of him i know it's it's pretty early on in his wrestling career but i do think that uh you know good things could come from him um, so Imperium picks up the win after, uh, Legado de Fantasma, um, attacks Swerve and distracts Top Dollar. Um, we get, um, a promo from The Way, minus Austin Theory. Uh, Theory's gone, no one knows where he went, I'm not sure if he got called up, and this is how they're writing him off. Um, basically, uh, Dexter had drawn Indy a picture of them with Austin out and Dexter in. Um, Johnny is upset by this. Candice says, why don't you face him? Yada, yada. Next week, we get Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis um, in a love her or a leave her match. Uh, if Dexter wins, he gets to have a chance with Indy. If he loses, he has to leave Indy alone. Some riveting, riveting stuff here. Um, grizzled Young Veterans interrupt um, L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes on the golf course. Uh Cameron Grimes ends up giving uh LA Knight the old one two into the nuts and head with the golf club on accident while trying to hit a ball. Um classic, classic Cameron Grimes stuff here. Um and then we get the main event, Bronson Reed versus Adam Cole. Uh Adam Cole picks up the win and Kyle O'Reilly attacks him with a chair. Um I guess take over thirty-six, we're getting the rubber match here. Um, it seems like we have a new Kylo O'Reilly. it also seems like maybe Adam Cole didn't tip the pizza boy enough and he came back to seek revenge. Uh, overall, I would say NXT was a pretty solid show. Uh, we have SmackDown and AE, uh, AEW Dynamite left. Uh, when we return, which one will we talk about? Ooh, suspense. Leave them on a cliffhanger. And we're back with the second best show of the week. Uh, It's SmackDown, guys. I know. John Cena opened show, not number one. What's Dan doing here? Who knows? Anyway, John Cena opens up SmackDown. Uh, Your typical John Cena promo, hit all of his beats, Uh, mentioned the Firefly Funhouse. Cena calls out Roman. Uh, Of course, Roman does not come out. Paul Heyman comes out, says Roman will answer him tonight on Roman's time. Uh, Heyman does an amazing impression of John Cena's theme uh and that ends that uh segment. Then we get what probably is a match of the week contender, um Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn. Uh this was a perfect TV match. It hit every beat that you wanted it to. Finn Balor picked up the win. Uh this leads us to a Kayla Braxton and Baron Brookboy Corbin uh segment where Baron Corbin is just nailing this gimmick perfectly. Uh, Big E celebration promo interrupted by Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz, uh, which is then interrupted by Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, which is then interrupted by um, Boogs and Nakamura, which is then quickly interrupted by Cesaro. Uh, we get a quick brawl. I'm assuming this is leading to some sort of match for the Intercontinental title down the line, uh, SummerSlam or SmackDown. Not too sure. Uh, We get our first uh, segment at Rolling Loud. Uh, Wale intros the Street Profits. Uh, Angelo Dawkins versus Chad Gable's up. Dawkins gets a big win here. Uh, Great match in front of the crowd. Uh, The crowd uh, was better than I thought they were going to end up being for the match. Uh, Then this follows up quickly with Bianca coming out. Uh, the crowd seemed to be more so up for Bianca than the others. Uh, we get Bianca versus Carmella. This was a pretty solid match. Uh, good chemistry between these two. Not much different than the week before. Uh, Bianca picks up the win uh, here. Then we get a segment backstage with Knox and Shotzi um, working on their tank with Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens then turns around and kind of walks into Baron Corbin with some stains all over his shirt from SpaghettiOs. Kevin Owens uh, feels bad, gives him some money, uh, shots tank, then nails Corbin in his junk, and the Dirty Dogs rob him. But Kevin Owens tries to make the save. Uh, I guess we're going to go with somewhat of a Kevin Owens tag team with Corbin for a little bit. Not sure how that's going to work out. Um, We get an Edge promo on Seth. Seth comes out. Um, I want to... Say that this is probably Seth Rollins's best mic work, uh, as far as his career goes. Uh, the back and forth between these two guys is great. I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Edge and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam is gonna be match of the night, but I could be wrong. Uh, we get Tony Storm's debut. Uh, she's facing off against Zelina Vega. It was a gentleman's squash match. Uh, Tony looked really good in the match. Um, not much to really say. Looking forward to her smackdown run i uh, would get jimmy uso uso versus dominic mysterio jay uh, helped uh jimmy with the pin dominic still needs a lot of work um it feels like since crowds came back he's being more exposed um hopefully this does this little feud doesn't last too much longer and mysterio can probably maybe go down to nxt or something uh, roman's music hits right after the match uh roman comes out for a promo. Uh, We get the classic missionary line that I believe WWE has edited out of the promo on YouTube. Um, Roman says he's not going to accept John Cena's challenge. And then Finn Balor's music hits. Uh, Finn Balor ends up coming out and challenging Roman Reigns. And Roman ends up accepting. I'm not sure if this is going to be the SummerSlam match or if this is just a quick little swerve on the way to SummerSlam. And John's just not going to be working SmackDown uh, as frequently. Uh, When we come back... We'll be discussing Dynamite this week. A uh, whole lot of blood. Welcome back. We're going on to the best show of the week, AEW Dynamite. End. it took a lot for me to decide between SmackDown and Dynamite. There were a few things I thought that set Dynamite apart from SmackDown. One, Being the 5 vs. 5 tag team intros, I thought that the Dark Order had a picture-perfect intro that really, kind of actually really got me into the match. And I thought the product placement in the Elite intro with the Space Jam gear was also pretty perfect. Um, the match itself was just pure chaos. Um, I hate the standing round spots that seem to plague AEW so much, um... I feel like some of this match also, just the, the pace of it was off. Uh, we saw Alex Reynolds eliminated first, then Carl Anderson. Um, I, at this time, I do want to mention that um, Doc Gallows, Luke Gallows, whatever you want to call him now, is complete ass. Uh, Stu Grayson, however, pretty underrated. That Sky Twister was really nice. Uh, Grayson and Gallows were both eliminated three and four, um, counted out. Uh, Evil Uno was eliminated next. Uh, then they did a slam dunk um, indie taker spot on uh, John Silver. He was eliminated. Um, the the whole uh, I want to say the Bully Ray situation where he kind of called out Tony Khan for the ref the refs in AEW. It was Rick Knox's who Bully Ray had to be talking about most of the time. He just looked like a buffoon the whole match. Uh, Nick Jackson was eliminated. Uh, Kenny Omega hits Page with the belt. Um, Two count. I thought that was a good uh, false. Uh, We get the one-winged angel on Adam Page, which I thought was going to be another false, and it was for the win. I am not sure at all where they're going with this Adam Page story, Um, but they're going somewhere. Uh, After this, we see uh, Pac in the back. Uh, Lucha Bros, Carr, got cancelled. Andrade and Chavo come and say that they booked them a limo. I thought this was going to lead to somewhere, but they weren't mentioned again on the show, so I'm not sure why they are getting the guys a limo if they weren't working. Uh, we get the Team Taz celebration for Ricky Starks. Uh, Taz is up in the DJ booth uh, playing the best of 90s hip-hop. Um, we get a brass band playing Ricky out. Um, Ricky hits the ring. Starks just starts ripping in to Brian Cage. Uh, almost too personal for a wrestling promo uh, cage runs out uh destroys uh the band doesn't get his hands on ricky starks starks does get away uh hobbs was um absent from this starks said he was out recruiting uh, not sure what's up with that uh after this we get a tanahashi promo uh he will be facing the winner uh, of the u.s title match later on in the night at a new japan show in la uh, we get ftr versus ortiz and santana um, this was a really solid match. It ended early due to the injury to uh, Cash Wheeler's forearm. Uh, that, that thing was gushing uh, pretty badly. Uh, reports are saying that he's fine and that it was just a really, really bad cut and that he'll be all right. He probably is expected to miss a little bit of time. We get the Britt uh, Brit Baker promo. Uh, she kind of alludes to the fact that she's going to be getting muscle because her and Reba are injured. Um we get the Tony Khan announcement that uh, Rampage on August 20th will be uh, labeled the first dance, and it will be in Chicago. Uh, the crowd naturally starts chanting CM Punk. Uh, we cut to a Darby Allen and Sting promo, where Darby Allen once again teases CM Punk. Um, I assume we'll see CM Punk at that show, or all in. I'm not positive, but the assumption should be that he is there. Uh, It's pretty clear that he is signed by the company. Uh, We get the IWGP US title match. Uh, Hekalu, Hekalu man, I cannot say this guy's name for the life of me. I am terrible. Um, But he comes out with his dad, King Aku. uh, And they're facing off uh, against Lance Archer without Jake Roberts, which is great by me. Uh, The match was all right. Um, Nothing really to write home about. Uh, Like I said earlier, Tanahashi will Face off against Lance Archer at that New Japan show. Uh, we get a Cody Rhodes promo backstage. Uh, Alistair um, Malachi Black attacks before Cody can really say anything. Uh, it's a good, um, it's a good like little brawl leading up to their match next week. Um, Alistair Black, Malachi Black, absolutely KOs uh, Sammy Guevara as a little vlog buddy. Uh, we get a Miro promo uh, again. I believe we're on week four or five now of Miro just cutting promos with that fancy new title. Uh, next week, he will face Lee Johnson because who doesn't deserve a TNT title match besides another dark guy? Uh, this run for Miro has just been kind of mediocre Um it started off kind of hot, and I thought that they were really going to do something with the TNT title and him, but it feels like it's not even a placeholder anymore. It's just he cuts a promo once a week and has a match every other month. Uh, we get Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage versus Private Party and Angelico. Ooh. Uh, Marco and Christian Cage eventually chase off Matt Hardy. Marco Stunt had himself one hell of a dance party by himself dude was loaded up on what i imagine was raw's south beach uh, promo code thick flare um and cage uh, gets the win via a frog splash um uh christian is um kind of you know celebrating with the crowd out of nowhere blade KOs christian with the brass knuckles his signature uh little uh gimmick and um i assume next week we'll get christian cage versus blade uh, no best friends on this show, by the way, which I thought was peculiar. Uh, we get a Nick Gage promo, kind of amping him up for the main event. I thought it was really well done. Uh, we get Thunder Rosa versus Julie Hart in the worst match of the week. Uh, promos were cut by both parties leading up to the match, and it was just a disaster. Um, I thought Tamina was uh, tough to watch, but, man, Julie Hart. Uh, Thunder Rosa, of course, picks up the win. We get a John Moxley promo. Um... Uh, this promo seemed more towards New Japan than it did AEW. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to see John Moxley face off against some more New Japan people on Dynamite in the future. And then we get Chris Jericho versus Nick Cage in what was a match I never thought I would see on network television. Uh, Nick Cage, they let him be Nick Cage. Uh, pizza cutters, light tubes, glass tables. It was just an all-out bloody mess. Uh, good on Chris Jericho for... Uh, for Going through with all this, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, Nick Cage right off the bat sliced Jericho's arm with a pizza cutter. Uh, there was a lot of light tubes to Jericho. Um, Jericho put uh, Nick Cage through a glass table with a Hurricane Rana. I thought that was nice. Ultimately, Chris Jericho won out of nowhere with some um, green mist to Gage's face. Um, it was, it was really just a bloody mess. Jericho's a mess. Uh, I loved every second of it. I'm um, I'm one of those, like, Fairweather deathmatch fans. I do like the Nick Gage stuff. There's some things that are even a little too much for me. But the glass uh, tables and light tubes and all that are pretty fun. Uh, MJF, in all his glory at the end, uh, cuts a promo on Jericho for his next uh, match. Uh, he has to win via a top rope finisher. Um, and he will be facing to a callback from a promo earlier on in uh, Dynamite's existence. Uh, Juventut Guerrera. So this should be fun. Um, My pick for the last match for Chris Jericho is going to be uh, Braun Strowman. Mm -hmm. Um, I think think that uh, AEW might get him for a one match deal. I know him and Mark Henry are pretty tight. I think Braun Strowman is going to be like that big monster before uh, Jericho can face MJF. And with that, that was the week in pro wrestling. Uh, thanks again for listening to me ramble on for about 30 plus minutes. Uh, as always, if you want to hear more from me, follow me on Twitter at Daniel Soden. You can follow the podcast at 3SECTAN. That's th- the numeral 3, S E C T A N. And of course, follow the Fired Up Pro Wrestling, I mean, the Fired Up Podcast Network at Fired Up Podcast. Always remember the yes because you'll end up in a whole different world. Uh, thanks. And good night, guys.